0: This episode of Bookmarked is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash bookstacked. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yes, that includes your favorites like The Hunger Games, Divergent, and Harry Potter. That's audibletrial.com slash bookstacked.
1: Hey guys, it's Saul from Bookstack.com. Just a quick note before we get started, this episode was actually recorded a month ago. I apologize for getting it out to you so late, um, but in this episode we essentially discuss the fall of the Divergent franchise. Um, Not much has changed since we recorded, but this last week Neil Berger, the director of the first Divergent movie, did speak with the Hollywood Reporter and he said, quote, I think it's sad. I was just talking to the people at Lionsgate about something else recently, and it's just that they got themselves into a difficult bind through various circumstances. I don't think they feel they should have split the last book into two films. If they hadn't, they would have been in much better shape. But at the time, I'm sure they were excited and they saw some potential there. So I just wanted to give you guys that update since it's not discussed in this episode, and that's probably been the biggest development since uh, we recorded. I also wanted to ask you guys a favor. If you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Leaving reviews helps other people find our show, and we would really appreciate it if you took a couple minutes to help us out. Also, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and just about everywhere else. So, with all that said, let's move on with the show. You're listening to Bookmarked, the Young Otopic Podcast brought to you by Bookstacked.com this is episode 16 and episode 16 is all about divergent yes we're tackling that again we've got all of that and more coming up for you in just a few minutes so stay with us Um, we're going to go ahead and introduce everybody on the panel. So, um, I'm Saul.
0: I'm Addie. I'm Christy. I'm Mary.
1: And I'm Michael. Awesome. So we have a pretty packed show today. Everybody wants to talk about this. Um, in like our online dis, or like in our discussions between the bookstack team, we talk about divergent a lot, I think. Um,
2: and so. <laughs>
1: really right. There's just been so much. Re- Ridiculous, so many ridiculous things that have happened. Um, And so I think this is like the second, well, if you count, actually, if you count, well, if you count the Insurgent episode, which I'm pretty sure we were all disappointed with that movie, now that I think back on it, and then our episode where we talked about them renaming Allegiant Part 2 to Ascendant, and then the Allegiant movie where we were just like, what the heck? And now this one, this is our fourth episode of um, Divergent, I guess, and talking about how messed up this... Movie franchise has been,
3: yeah. I think we've talked, like, out of all the book series, I think we cover, we've talked about the Divergent series the most. Yeah, on all the podcasts, taking up like the biggest chunk
1: of time. Even just on the site, I think, because I think if you Google the site, you know, like, there's like important links that are like relevant to everything. I'm, I'm pretty sure Divergent is the only like news category that comes up. <laughs>
3: I'll just say this. I'm going through the website right now looking for relevant articles to refer to. And I typed in Divergent in the search box and it gave me 26 pages.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Part of that might be because we used to have FactionHub.net, which was our Divergent fan site, which Bookstack has now eaten. Yeah, so anyway, we we talk a lot about Divergent, and we're going to do that today. That's what our episode is about. In case you haven't figured that out, we're going to talk about other things as well, maybe (laughs) briefly at the very end, um, a couple of other important news items that you might want to be aware of. Before we jump into Allegiant, um, let's go ahead and do our segment, What Are You Reading?, where we basically just go ahead and talk about what we're reading right now. I will go ahead and start. I... Picked up Sabatahir's Tahir's *A Torch Against the Night*. Um, so I'm going to say I'm reading that one, but I've only read two chapters of it, so <laughs> I haven't gotten very far. And then the other one I'm kind of reading is *Golden*. Pierce Brown. Yes. Yeah. It's the sequel to *Red Rising*. So yeah,
2: I, was that
1: <laughs> I liked *Red Rising*. Like this little. I I don't know. I feel like *Golden Sun's a little slow so far, but I'm just in the beginning. So yeah,
2: *Golden Sun* definitely picks up a lot towards the end. Okay. Like, I know that that's like a, a cheap thing to say, like just get better. Like but yeah, Golden Sun definitely. The second half of it. Is spectacular.
1: That's good to know. So yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. Um, what about you guys?
3: I just finished reading The Thirteenth Continuum by Jennifer Brody. She's a relatively new author. Um it's part of it's the first book of a trilogy. Second book comes out in November. And it's sort of it's Now, here we go again with the theme. It's like a dystopian world, but it involves, like, colonies in outer space and, like, deep underwater. And they're, like, the last sort of, like, there's, like, 13 colonies, I believe. And they're all spread out God knows where. And they have to, like, unite somehow to, like, repopulate the surface of the earth. Something along those lines. I think the book gets more into it as soon as a second book comes out, which I'll probably – Review once I get it. It's pretty interesting. It's a good read.
1: Nice. I've never heard of that series, so that's yeah, interesting.
3: it came out in April, I believe. The first book came out in April. The second one is uh, due to come out in November, so it's pretty new. Very quick,
1: <laughs> See, legit, cool. Uh, what I'm, about you, Michael?
2: Sorry, I just cut you off. Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm currently reading *The Empire of Storms* by Sarah J. mass
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I feel like I'm going through a bit of a reading slump, though. So, like, it's taken me a while to get through it. I'm only, it came out like, oh, well, it came out a week and a half ago, and I'm only about 150 pages into it. But, like, I'm really enjoying it, and I just, I don't know, I feel like I can't motivate myself to read so much in the last couple of <laughs> weeks.
1: I feel like I've felt the same thing, so I understand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I'm reading All Fall Down by Ali Carter. Um who's the author of The Gallagher Girls and High Society series? And it's pretty good so far. I'm a little more than halfway through it. <laughs> I am reading or rereading Six of Crows by Leigh Bardugo. Hope I said her name right. <laughs> and it's That's awesome. a good one. Yeah, I'm just trying to get ready for Cricket Kingdom that comes out on the 27th, I believe. So
1: Awesome. Yeah, I read that book. Okay, if you haven't seen this book in real life, like you have to pick up a physical copy of it. Because yeah. the sides of the pages are black. Yeah. So it, it just looks super cool on your bookshelf.
0: I've actually wanted to pick it up just because of the black pages and start reading it. <laughs> <laughs> just because of the black pages.
1: And I'm pretty sure that one's set in like her shadow. She wrote Shadow and Bone, didn't she? That series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like set in the same world, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. So let's go ahead and let's talk about Allegiant or Ascendant or whatever this is. Divergent Um, gate. Divergent gate, yes. Hashtag divergent gate. Let's make it trending, guys. (laughs) Out of all the crazy political discourse of 2016, this is probably the most important thing that we could discuss right now. So... (laughs) Um, before going any further, just want to warn you guys that there were probably going to be spoilers for Allegiant, the final diversion book. Um, so if for some reason you haven't read that um, and you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen to the rest of the show. Because um, chances <laughs> are we're going to be referencing the ending of Allegiant during this discussion. And um, yeah, apparently there's still people who haven't read it. I'm always like continuously shocked um, yeah. because... I noticed the other day, basically somebody commented on the site the other day, I guess they were reading through comments, and uh somebody had mentioned the ending to Allegiant and they were like, Nobody warned me that the comments were gonna have Allegiant spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Allegiant spoilers literally just show up everywhere, like anywhere you go on the internet. Right.
1: Like, yeah.
2: The ending of Allegiant is going to be. You just
1: internet. have to like realize that comments are going to be Full of spoilers. It's full yeah. of spoilers. No
3: without, without warnings. Like, they're,
1: they're not going to be you. Right. So, <laughs> sorry to that reader who got spoiled <laughs> reading the comments on our website. Um, but, like, we're, we're not going to, like, moderate comments just because they have, like, I don't know, well, references I, like I, that. Well,
3: but you could get why why the reader was annoyed. Because, you know, like, it's, it's, like, out of nowhere. It's, like, not even relevant to the article.
1: Right.
0: Like,
1: right. Yeah. But anyway, we're, we're letting our listeners know that chances are there are going to be Allegiant spoilers in this episode. So you have been warned. Let's go ahead and um, talk about everything that's gotten us to this point. You just kind of have like a little history lesson in Divergent and Allegiant. Um, And I'm asked Addie to basically walk us through this because she is like our resident Divergent expert. She has been, I think you've been on the site for two years now. It was like September August twenty fourteen. I'm pretty sure. And I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I you came on that. writing Divergent news. So
3: no, I came originally. I came on writing Hunger Games news.
1: Oh dang it! Okay, well I don't you know, yeah. You've been keeping up with all of this though on the site. You've been writing most of the articles about this.
3: Yeah, it's been a, a very trying and confusing. <laughs> journey with Divergent.
1: Right. So I'm going to go ahead and let you take it away and just kind of walk us through, I guess, the chronology of everything that has happened um, with this book series slash movie franchise. So.
3: Okay, so basically, um, you know, the first Divergent film did really well. In the, it received pretty good reviews, I believe, from fans. Then came Insurgent, and that's where things started going a little bit off the rails. Uh they uh the studio introduced a bunch of weird things like that box, that ridiculous box
0: that we'll get into.
3: <laughs> that took about 80% of the movie. And then that move Insurgent didn't do as well as the first film did. It was still uh the series was still going on. Uh, Allegiant comes along, Lions Gate studio. Uh, announced that they bought the film rights to Allegiant in December of 2013. And then in April of 2014, they announced they would split the book in the last book in half, making it two movies. Like the trend at the time was going on with Twilight, The Hunger Games, Harry Potter. They had all been successful um, in splitting the last novel, the last film into two parts. So Lionsgate decided, you know, we're going to jump on the bandwagon and do the same thing. At that time, they were still called. Um, Allegiant. It's going to be Allegiant Part 1 and Allegiant Part 2.
1: I feel like, too, just to add, at that time, fans were generally really happy with the announcement. Or am I wrong?
3: I believe everybody was a bit happy just because they're like, oh, you know we get an extra. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And every. Yeah. so, I mean, I mean, I, and you would understand why, because, you know, it worked so well with Twilight, I suppose. It worked really well with Hunger Games and with Harry Potter. So, you know, it kind of gave, you know, the impression, why wouldn't it work with the last film in the Divergent series? So, you know, that was there. In September of 2015, they announced that they were going to rename the last film. Instead of Allegiant Part 2, it would be uh, called Ascendant. Why? We have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) It was never explained. As far as I know, it was never explained.
1: This is the one we had that whole podcast on too. <laughs> I'm yes. sure. And we still <laughs> couldn't figure
0: out
1: why. Well, I later. S-
0: and we still don't know why.
1: I think one of the reasons we had we everybody freaked out a bit was Insurgent was so, Insurgent was already out at that point, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So we had seen Insurgent and it was like very different from the book. Mm-hmm. And in our mind it suggested that the last movie and Allegiant were going to be, like, completely different from from the book as well. Like, why go and rename the movie or, like, give a new name to the book unless you're basically giving us, like, a completely new storyline almost. Anyway, that's how I had interpreted it. I don't know about you guys thought about that, but...
3: I, I was just confused as to why they just changed the name. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: No explanation, but okay. So... <laughs> In February of this year, uh, the director who had um, worked on Insurgent, Robert Schwenke, um, it came out that he dropped out of filming Ascendant. So we heard that this was because um, he wasn't comfortable working at the pace that the studio wanted him to work at, you know, back to back, you know, with very few breaks in between. He didn't feel comfortable uh, working at such a fast pace. So that was one of his reasons for dropping out as a director for the last two films. And it wasn't just him. Um, there have been reports um, that a few of the actors, the main cast, were also unhappy at the pace that the that the filming was taking place. And so it was around then about a month after, in March, I believe, Allegiant was released in theaters. And to say the least, the movie bombed. It was so... It was just so uh, badly received by fans. I mean, and obviously, I mean, if the fans didn't like it, the critics just shredded the movie to pieces. Um, it was, uh, it made the least money out of the three films so far. So it was just, it, like, it just wasn't even, I don't even know what Lionsgate was thinking, but. We found out what they were thinking of afterwards when in the summer, in July, they announced that they were slashing the budget for Ascendant. And then they said a few weeks later that they would not be doing a theatrical release. They were going with a potential television movie and that television movie would be a segue into a spin-off series on television, which the odd part was that they, they said they would... You know, finish the, the film series on a TV movie, and that TV movie would be a spinoff. But the spinoff would be a remake of the movies.
1: It's very complicated.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that last part. <laughs> yeah, that they were gonna they were trying to get like a, with a new cast. That was the plan.
0: I think I mean, the as, cast. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, mean, oh, I, was um... gonna,
3: I was gonna say. I mean, as as far as I know, a spinoff. Means like you're branching out, it's not the same story. I don't know if it's the Mm -hmm. same, you know, here in California as it is when wherever the studios are located. I don't know what their definition of a spinoff is, but
1: that had been my impression. That essentially, with the idea of a spinoff show, was that they were going to do the television movie to complete the Triss storyline that had been started, Uh and then they were going to have either follow some of the characters that were already in the movies
2: or follow completely new characters. Yeah. In the same world.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I heard that, that they were gonna like add in new characters to the T V movie. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. those characters would be who the spinoff like was following. Which uh, is right. an awful, awful idea. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> that
3: idea that they're they're doing a television movie poses a conundrum for Lionsgate because as far as, you know, we as the public know the cast have contracts with the studio for theatrical release movies, which basically for like in basic terms, the cast has to do movies that are going to be released in movie theaters. They are not, you know, obligated to film this television movie. If they want to, I guess they can work it out with their agents and the studio but the studio cannot say you have to do this. It's in your contract because basically their contract says you're doing movies that are going to be released in movie theaters. So that, you know, has caused so much confusion confusion for fans because they're like, well, is it, is the cast going to come back? Are they not? And it's just my belief that the cast is not going to return. I mean, the studio has to work with groveling and begging and flattery if they honestly want the cast to return because why would, I mean, I think we were, you guys were mentioning before I got on how Shailene does not want to go back to TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: She had like, what, well, like seven or eight years on that TV series. Yeah. So, I mean, it's understandable why she does not want to return to TV. But um, this, does. I think I mentioned it in one of my articles, it causes a domino effect. If the if the main character, if the lead does not want to return, why should, you know, the second lead or the rest of the main cast, you know, return? I may have been outspoken about it. Miles Teller has said, you know, that like he doesn't know what's going on. But, you know, it's an interesting concept, but he's not sure about a television movie. And Basically, we've only heard from Shailene and Miles Teller. Shailene has been a bit all over the place. She was first asked this question about, you know, what she thought about the se- about this idea that Lionsgate wants to do a TV movie. She was asked at Comic-Con this July. She said she, she was on a plane. She, uh, when she got off, she found out. She called her agent. She's like, what's going on? Her agent's like, we don't know. We're working on it. That's over to um, these past few weeks. She's been saying, you know, she doesn't know. She's not necessarily interested in a movie. She's made her feelings pretty clear. But a few days ago, she sort of backtracked on those comments saying that she wasn't sure that it's an interesting idea she might think about it. That's just, to me, lets me know that, you know, maybe her PR team said, you know, you, you know, slow your roll, calm down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
2: kind of um, awful. kind of like almost damage limitation like yeah like stop slandering the the tv series because (laughs) right like Like, the public Mm -hmm. know that the lead actress isn't coming back for it
0: yeah yeah she
3: said that uh, uh, she did a uh, an interview recently for one of their movies and they asked her you know what she thought about it and she said last i heard they were trying to make it into a television show i did not sign up to be in a television show out of out of respect to the studio and everyone involved they may be, they may have changed their minds and maybe doing something different, but I'm not necessarily interested in doing a television show.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: So, and she went on my Today Show, I believe it was about two days ago, more or less. And she said that nothing was finalized and that it's a limbo waiting game. I gotta
2: ask you about Divergent. Obviously you starred in the first three films they announced there's gonna be a fourth one. They said they're going right to TV with it. And you said you won't be a part of that. Is that true? I said that I didn't sign up for a TV show. So you won't do the fourth movie? Well, I mean, if it's a movie. (laughs) But not a made-for-TV movie. They haven't haven't finalized any decision, so it's actually a moot point to talk about it now, out of respect to Lionsgate and to everyone involved. Um, I'm not exactly sure where they stand, so we're kind of all in, in a limbo waiting game. So
1: you're saying there's a chance.
2: I would love to. I signed up to you know, tell the whole story of Triss and I would love to be able to do that. Nothing would make me happier. We
1: hope so.
3: I was going to say, basically, nobody knows what's going
0: on. <laughs> Which is even worse than like the ideas they have.
1: Right. right. I feel like Shailene... Did I cut somebody off again? I think I cut you off, Christy.
0: No, go ahead. <laughs>
1: okay. I feel like Shailene... Because like, I feel like there was some confusion when she had made her first comments. Some people had thought maybe she was saying, I don't want To continue Divergent I think what she was actually saying was I'd like to continue Divergent But I didn't sign up to do television You know and I don't know if I want to be Part of that journey um, Through it because I I feel like there was some I feel like some people online Thought she was kind of throwing away the character and stuff Which I don't think she was I think she was just She's just like you guys said she's not interested in doing Television which is totally understandable In my opinion at least Yeah.
0: Yeah I agree
1: so, um, yeah, that brings us to, um, well, we don't know what that brings us to. Like that. It brings us to
3: the What's Going On segment of the show.
1: Right. Yeah. The, the, this is this is what we're calling the WTF segment. Um, because I think that's just our reaction to everything. Like, what, what the heck is going on here? Um, so, I guess, first thing I wanted to talk about was this idea of a television series. And I guess it would specifically be a spinoff. Series could this work? Should it happen? Because I'll tell you right now, I hate the idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless it followed four, I wouldn't even like think about watching it. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: I mean, it's so. I mean, it's, it's sort of a good concept. Talking as a fan of the books, who was very disappointed with the films. I mean, if they were to like remake the books into a TV series and you know, actually stick to the books, it'd be, you know, it'd be kind of like a bit, I would be a bit interested. I'm not saying I'd be, you know, super into it. I'd be interested in seeing how they do it, but, you know, it would be like, it would be interesting to see, you know, four and the rest of the cast after, you know, the end of the book.
2: Yeah, I think by this point as well, with, like everything that's going on, like they've already driven away like so many like fans, mm-hmm. like critics just hate all the films. Like by this point, it's like what would be the point
0: mm-hmm.
2: in making a TV series? Like to me, it seems as if it would just be like a huge like throwing money away because I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't watch it. I know a lot of people wouldn't watch it.
0: I don't even know if it would get picked up. <laughs> it yeah, may have a pilot, hand- but it may not even be picked up.
2: Yeah,
1: that's a good point. Like, yeah. it
2: almost feels as if they should just like leave the series alone. Like they've already killed off like any hopes that the movies had of being successful. Like just like leave it, like walk away, take another book series. Yeah, start I again. Mean, you know?
3: This is what the this is what the what Lionsgate has said. You know, in regards to making a spinoff or another, you know, a continuation of the TV series of the books as a TV series. Uh according to the TV group chair of Lionsgate, but this is from an interview they had with Variety a few weeks ago, or last month, a few months ago, I believe, and the performance of the last segment of the theatrical release didn't really create a situation where we could commit the, the production resources necessary to really make the production we needed. We got excited about the possibility of what the series could look like, resolving that resolving the novel in a season across 10 to 13 episodes, and then expanding from there into multiple seasons. This is an example of what we call the virtuous cycle of content, bouncing back and forth from TV and film. The economic upside on a long-term series franchise is very substantial.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're,
3: yeah. What they're basically what? saying is that when they were making the movie, they didn't really have the resources they needed to make it you know, as good as they wanted it to be and that, you know, having 10 to 13 episodes per book um, and then going on into more seasons after the first one, you know, would give it, you know, the resources that they needed to make it as good as they wanted.
1: So this is my question is because you just said 10 10 to 13 episodes per book my understanding was that they might want to do... Well, first, they talked about a television movie to conclude the Triss story, or they proposed that they could do 10 to 13 episodes, I thought, continuing the movies. Like, or are they are they going back to the very beginning? Is that what they are saying?
3: That's the issue, that they're going back and forth. They keep saying, you know, TV movie is set, then a off, but then they come out with saying that they want to, you know, do the novels, 10 to 13 episodes. Because, I mean... It, it, that's why it's so confusing. That's why it's just all over the place. Yeah. I don't think all they right. know what... Because, I mean, the only other, you know, quote-unquote novel they could do after would be, you know, perhaps doing, you know, four.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it seems but like they've it. talked about doing in the past, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, I think yeah, we it. In
3: the I mean, which, I guess, if you think about it, it could sort of be doable. I don't know how, because, you know... But because it's mainly, you know, all in his point of view and, you know, Tris isn't in his point, like, you know, in his, like, point of view for a good chunk of the book. Or if if she is, she's, like, you know, kind of, like, not very prominent for the first part of four. So, I I don't know. It would be difficult, I would assume. But. I mean, at this point, I don't think Veronica Roth would say, yes, go
0: ahead, screw up my story even more.
1: Well, I don't know if she has much of a say in it. No. no. <laughs> well, no. Um, which I, I think thought... when
0: she gave the Divergent rights away, she kind of, like, well, she doesn't have those rights anymore. She yeah. can't make but, those decisions.
3: But 4 isn't part of the... You know, it's like like a side book, though. It's not the trilogy yeah. itself.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. But I guess... We don't know, though, did she give away the rights to everything Divergent that she writes, or was it just those first three books?
3: Well, well didn't four come out after Allegiant, though? Yeah. It did,
1: but there might have been, like, a clause in her contract. Usually what happens is when an author gets picked up by a publisher, they actually sell the rights then, or they yeah. give the publisher the rights to sell the rights. Um, So they actually don't have, like, much of a say in it from the very beginning sometimes. Yes. um. And that usually happens with really big deals, and I think Divergent was a really big yeah, yeah.
2: A, like a six figure um, yeah you got for usually
1: it. usually the publisher wants like complete control, um <laughs> which is crazy um but that that's the way it usually happens when because you know the author goes to the editor first, they have to find an editor, then the editor's pitching no, they're sorry, the author looks for an agent. the agent pitches to an editor who works at a publishing house. And usually the publishing house wants all of those rights, which sucks for the author. <laughs> but
3: so I don't know, it'd be,
1: but we don't know. That's, that's the thing. Like,
3: this is our, that's just our speculation on right. our thoughts. Just for anybody who's listening out there,
1: this is what we think. <laughs> anybody have anything else they want to say about a potential television series?
2: No, I literally just want the idea to go away.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <you> <laughs> do. And don't I think that, and I think the like thing about the going back and forth between the television series and like the TV movie plus the spinoff is why the cast has been like so like quiet on it because they don't even know what's going on. So like yeah. they're being quiet, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the other messed up thing is that the cast totally does not know what's happening, and like part of their yeah. scheduling and their lives like revolve around the decisions that they're going to be making here,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they have no idea what's going on.
2: Like they can't like book any other like movies or TV shows because they don't know if they're going to be making a Divergent movie or a Divergent TV show or yeah, God knows what that's what I'm saying. But I wish that I wish Lionsgate would. Just, like, leave it. Like, it's done.
0: Yeah. Just,
3: you know.
2: So but, just let it go.
3: You know, release a press statement, seeing what's going to happen. Just don't leave it ambiguous. You know, state what's exactly mm. what's going to happen and
2: yeah,
3: avoid so much headache.
1: I mean, and speaking of the cast, too, I kind of wanted to ask you guys, how likely do you think it is? For, I mean, Addy, you touched on this a bit, but how likely do you think it is for cast members to want to return to this franchise? I mean, we already know that if it's going television, Shailene Woodley does not want to. Yeah, I
0: think, I think yeah. if,
1: but very go ahead.
0: small. <laughs> <laughs> I think if Shailene Woodley doesn't do it, that most of the cast won't do it, no. especially yeah. like Theo James. And then they made uh, Miles Teller mm. Peters' character big, in the movies and i just don't see him coming on board yeah
3: yeah i i mean i know ansel elgore kind of like sort of just gave it up already like it's like it's not happening for him he uh, he said um when he was asked about it he said it's obviously sad because the cast really all really like each other but hopefully we can all work together on a different project he was promoting his new single when he said this during the interview. He wrote, I love Shailene, I love Theo, and everyone else in the cast. I'll miss that we didn't get to say our goodbyes because we were expecting to do another movie together. Oh,
0: wow. I didn't know he said all that. I saw yeah, that he, somewhere.
3: Um, and then, um, Miles Teller, when he was, he was uh, he was at the premiere for his new uh, movie, War Dogs, um, he was asked about you know his thoughts on you know, the Allegiant News. And he said that, I've talked to nobody. He said, I found out 20 minutes before Variety put it out.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah.
3: And so he wrote, he says, um, "When well, we all signed on for the first one. We had every intention of finishing it theatrically. We signed on for a certain amount of movies. And you take that all into consideration. We wanted to finish the storyline. You know it's moving into different formats, so who knows? we all really enjoy that time we spent together and those characters.
1: yeah, so it sounds to me like the cast has come to terms with not continuing,
2: yeah,. <laughs>
1: We just want to remind our listeners that this episode is being brought to you by Audible.com. Audible has thousands of audiobooks, including the Divergent books by Veronica Roth. I use it all the time. I'm actually in the middle of listening to Golden Sun, which is the sequel to Red Rising by Pierce Brown. You might be interested in a book like Crooked Kingdom, which is the brand new novel by Leigh Bardugo. It's the sequel to her book, Six of Crows. But the point is that Audible has just about every book you could possibly want. The best part is that they're offering a free audiobook to bookmarked listeners and bookstacked readers when they sign up for a free 30-day trial membership. If you want in on that deal, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bookstacked. And you can be listening to the audiobook of your choice in minutes. Again, just go to audibletrial.com slash bookstacked to start your free trial membership. Which, okay, so I kind of want to like go to that, right? Because that really started, oh my gosh, I can't, diverging (laughs) from the books. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, It really started diverging from the books with Insurgent. And that's kind of like when Robert Schlenke came on, how involved, like how, I don't want to play the blame game, but like, I don't know. Like how involved do you think he was in all of this? I'm just kind of curious.
2: I don't know if when Robert Schwenke came on, like he, hadn't, he must have had a completely different like view of where the series was going mm-hmm. than uh, Neil Burger had from the first film. And I think a lot of that might be down to the fact that Veronica Ross was quite involved with the first film, and mm-hmm. then for the second film she was like gone like she had nothing to do with it. She was I feel hilarious. like that's where a lot well, maybe slightly, but a lot less than what she was for the first. I remember I, like she said in interviews that she had a lot of like input towards the scripts. Like they let they asked her questions a lot about whether they were doing things right. And like as soon as she stopped being involved, like that's where a lot started to go downhill for the uh, for the series. And I think that might be down to when they brought in Robert Swinky because he just had a different way of going about it than Neil Berger had. That's- right.
1: And, like, I feel like we mentioned this before, probably in the episode where we were talking about his exit. But, like, I do wonder how much of, like, the ending was riding on his shoulders, right? Because that's kind of another point when everything started going downhill, when he just suddenly left.
0: Yeah. Maybe he was sick of the critics saying, hey, these movies are really bad. And he just decided to leave.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there were, like, different different reasons that they give out. Like, wasn't one of them at one point that he, like, wanted to spend more time with his family or something yeah. like that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that he, you know, that it was uh, that the studio wanted the films and the film and filming itself to just be sort of continuous with no breaks. And he wasn't really on board with that. He thought the pace was too fast, you know, that everybody needed a break, not just him.
1: Okay, yeah. But
3: yeah. Um, that wasn't the big issues at... Um, that they had was that the fact you know the speed at which the filming was going right and i can see why he would you know be like you know what i'm not going to be a part of this because that was sort of the same thing that happened with the hunger games that gary ross did not want to be involved in catching fire because he wanted more time to write yeah.
2: uh, mm-hmm.
3: i don't know what he wanted to write when i mean the script was just basically there but
1: um
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, that was uh one of the issues, and also like, we, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, as far as I know, there wasn't that much news about, you know, how much Robert was involved in filming, because I mean, we know that, Fran, uh, that Francis Lawrence for The Hunger Games was super mega involved in, you know, filming and producing. And, like he was, he had his hand in like aspects and he was like supervising everything to make sure, you know, it was good and true to the books. I don't think we ever heard about Robert Schwenke, you know, sort of being that level of involved or you know in filming, in directing these yeah. movies.
1: Right. I imagine he was still pretty involved though if he was the director. But but I don't know. I just I do just kind of wonder what went on behind the scenes to get like to to lead up to this point. And like it's just one of those things too where I wonder like okay the books had like this great storyline, and the books were successful because people liked the storyline, responded well to it. Yeah. Why change it, like to the level that they did? I understand that things have to change when you are yeah. adapting things, yeah. but like the level, like the amount of things that they changed. I mean, yeah, we've already talked before. Uh, Allegiant was like, what the heck is going on? Like, I
2: don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think they just Maybe it did. It. oh, sorry,
0: sorry, go
2: ahead. No, you you go.
0: Maybe they felt, like, since the first movie did so well, they could push the, like, storyline or the envelope a little bit farther, Um, and then they pushed it, like, way past where it should have gone creatively.
1: Right.
2: I think maybe as well they tried to make it, like, far too, like, Hollywood sci-fi, like, big blockbuster, like, movie, like, that's completely not what the books were, like, something I've wondered as well is like when they made the decision to split Allegiant into two movies plan for like enough story for the two is, like did they start changing things so that they could like make more of a story out of the Allegiant book than there was or just
0: yeah, that's
2: a good I, point
3: because I think I've said it before but I, I always thought that you know splitting Allegiant into two films was a bad idea because they're simply not that, I mean, yeah, there is this, you know, this really good storyline, but it's not so much that it's sincerity to, you know, split it into two, like it yeah. was, you know, with the yeah. hunger, with Mockingjay, or with Deathly Hallows. Yeah. I mean, it could have easily been done in two and a half hours mm-hmm. yeah. for, as a movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think and, Like, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say like divergent like the book, like all the books are sort of like the same length and they've got the same amount of story in them. And like they got the first movie like spot on. They've done it so well in one movie. Like there was there's nothing to justify making two movies out of the third book when it's pretty much the same amount as the first one. And they've done that so well. So like I don't understand like I've never understood why they wanted to make two movies other than money.
3: Yeah, basically. Okay. They wanted to, you know, uh, divert, the, the divergencies was like their cash cow, their last one, yeah. so.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and, no, go ahead.
3: I was gonna say, you know, it kind of started, you know, it went wrong with that stupid
0: box. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Veronica like wrote a whole, wrote, like a whole thing right. about explaining the box and all that.
1: I forgot about that. <laughs>
3: yeah, I was like, because you wrote on the on the on the Google Doc way that they, they go wrong. I was like, it began with an insur- with insurgent and that ridiculous box.
1: <laughs> I think I think that was our very first episode discussing that box actually. If I remember correctly the the title of the episode is Janine's Special Box.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, when the
2: first, when the first insurgent trailer came out and like the box was in it, I was like, oh, okay, there's a box. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah.
1: What's in the box? It's a new Amazon Prime Sydney. <laughs>
3: and I mean like how do you I, I get it you know, like there has to be changes like you said, Saul, it's in a it's an adaptation, not a translation. But, well, like, how do you go from, like, a CD to, like, an impenetrable box where you have to kill somebody <laughs> to open
0: it?
1: Yeah, they, they really derailed there. And <laughs> I think part of what's crazy to me is just thinking, had they not made the decision to split it up, this would all be over. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Right? <laughs> this would have ended last, when did the movie come out? March or May or whatever? Mar- Mar- March.
0: March. I think it March. February.
1: Yeah. yeah. March. This would be over. We wouldn't be. We'd be talking about Fantastic Beasts right now.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. That's just like crazy to me. Like, I, I think this is a case where, you know, I don't know. I've kind of felt, like, except for Harry Potter. Although I'm sure this is true at some uh, level with Harry Potter. I felt like the decision to like split all these movies has kind of been very greedy. Yeah. I feel like they've been putting money over story.
2: Yeah. Um, and
1: this is a case where this has kind of like hit them. Um, what's the term? I just. It came, back, it.
3: it came back and bit them.
1: Yeah, it, it blew yeah. up in their face. Yeah.
2: I think everyone's looked at like how successful the Deathly Hallows split was, and they've said, "Okay, we'll do that." And, I mean, like, with yeah. everyone, it's just got a worse and worse and worse. Right.
0: But I do. But I do think twi- for maybe it's because I love Twilight so much. Um, but I. <laughs> I think Twilight worked well I think it worked
3: well I think Twilight worked well up to that ridiculous made up scene of the vision
0: that was Stephanie Meyer's idea though (laughs) of course it was like the
3: same way Like, never mind I'm not going to get into it (laughs) 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 it's not relevant to the I was going to say the same way she didn't decide to sue the author of Fifty Shades
1: well
0: (laughs) yeah
3: but I mean I mean, it was, it was just, I mean, Harry Potter, you know, kind of, was kind of like the precedent for, uh, you know, studios making all of these, you know, book series. And uh, it was kind of, you know, the basis basically of all of them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the studio getting their idea, oh, we're going to split this book, you know, we're going to make it into two movies. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, it worked well for Twilight. And, you know, I, my opinion, it worked really well for Mockingjay.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It just killed,
1: right? Well, <laughs> even even Mockingjay saw some diminishing return, though. Like, Mockingjay Part Two, I think, didn't make as much money as Mockingjay Part One. It seems like, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. So I don't know. Unless there's like a, I I personally felt like the only one that's really merited it was mm-hmm. definitely Hallows out of yeah. all of them. Um, but I mean, I can see why some people feel. Okay with like Hunger Games and I only saw Breaking Dawn once, like not even a year ago. Um so I don't remember that one as much. But like I don't know. I'm for me personally, I'm just kind of hoping that Lionsgate walks away from this, kind of having learned a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
0: And,
3: yeah, and honestly they could because it's just I mean, I think I've mentioned it before too in the previous podcast that was allegiant related, that the way the movie ended. It's. I think maybe they knew that this was all going downhill. It wasn't going to work, and so the studio's like, "Let's film it this way." And the way the movie ended, I'm satisfied. I guess you could say, like it's like they because didn't end with them like escaping, and they're just like running through like the Mars-like landscape. Yeah,
2: the last shot. The last shot is like I think they were standing on top of the wall. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. And then like data pops up behind them. And, like,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, <laughs> that weird part.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, the screen just like all like breaks up and then it just like, credits. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's over. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Veronica Roth's reaction to this has essentially been quiet. Um there was that gif she tweeted. <laughs> Which is basically Dumbledore shrugging his shoulders in Order of the Phoenix. Just kind of like... Well... Yep.
3: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sassy Dumbledore explains it all.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think that sums it up. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know.
0: <laughs> she hasn't really said too much.
3: Yeah, and I don't think she will. I think, you know... Because her books, her her duology is coming out next year, I believe. Yeah. yeah. The, the first book is coming out next year, so I think she's just going to focus on that and we probably won't see that any of those books made into a film for a very, very, very long time.
0: Right. Maybe yeah.
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, maybe if she eventually decides to, you know, allow her books to, again, be adapted to the screen, she'll take a a, a page out of J.K. Rowling and um Susan Collins a book and you know just be like constantly on them to make sure they don't you know muck up her stories again. Yeah.
0: And right. maybe not go to Lionsgate. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: maybe go
0: to 20th Century Fox.
1: Well, फॉल्सिस has a uh unless
0: it doesn't go to
3: Lionsgate. <laughs> no. Okay, it doesn't go to the Summit branch of Lionsgate. True, true. Well, isn't because... she already
1: at the Summit branch?
3: No, but, but, yeah. Well, I mean, that that was just for the... Because when Divergent first came out, it was still Summit. And then those afterwards at Lionsgate.
1: Acquired Acquired,
3: summit. yeah. Because right now it's still Lionsgate-Summit. I would just go with the Lionsgate branch. Ignore <laughs> Summit. Because Summit was Twilight.
1: Yeah. So I think... I mean, we've said this before. I think the real person who got... Uh, who? Over. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> want to use that term. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. think there's
3: any other better term. Honestly.
1: You're probably right. Yeah. I think Veronica Roth really, she's the one who suffered. <laughs> <the host>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that's just too bad. It's she's just a too lovely bad. person. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So, I think that's everything. I mean, I think we've gone over this pretty extensively. Um. Let's cross our fingers that we don't have another podcast episode about <laughs> Divergent.
3: I doubt it. Well, at, least for, at least for this year. I think we've done too many. We haven't done like three this year just on yeah. and Divergent alone. Yeah.
1: Something like that.
3: So let's hope for one next year. Sometime like towards the end of next year.
1: Right. So anyway, I think we're going to close the book on that one um, for now. Let's go ahead and very quickly, we're not going to spend a lot of time, but just like things you should know, um, things our listeners should know. As far as like news in the YA book world, um, there have been a lot of pretty large stories that have come out since um, we last recorded, since we last put out an episode. Um, So I think probably the first one also deals with adaptations is, and I think people are happy about this, is Sarah Moss's book. Throne of Glass, or her series, has been picked up by Hulu for a television series. So she's happy, I've seen on Twitter.
2: I'm, yeah. quite, I'm quite excited I think that could work. Yeah. yeah, so
1: I haven't read those. So, like, do you guys think those would make really good TV shows? I mean, I think the other sh- uh, Shadowhunters is the only thing we can compare it to. Yeah. From
2: the t- oh. oh, there you go.
0: From the two books I've read, uh, probably yes, but I can't watch it because I don't have Hulu.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that was also a, a thing. Like, um, how, I mean, Hulu's probably going to be, uh, Hulu, like, Hulu original series are, are pretty good. Mm-hmm. But my thing, uh, I was, I think I, I mentioned it in the chat, like, how are they going to do it? Because some Hulu original series are available only to uh, paid. Members. Members who pay for a uh, subscription.
0: And now Hulu's becoming a full subscription service.
3: Service, Yeah, yeah because it's competing with Amazon Prime and Netflix. So, right. That was that one caveat I brought up. Sorry for being a downer, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're going to have to pay to watch it, probably.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think we get Hulu in the UK. I don't even like. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not even sure. I've never seen it. I never even thought of that until <laughs> you brought it up.
1: I can see that though, because a lot of what Hulu does is they take like currently airing shows and put them up so you can watch them. And I imagine that's just a lot of like deals with American studios and stuff. So they might not have that in the UK. Well, or maybe they're
2: like the same Hunter, Shadowhunters. Shadowhunters is on Netflix, like worldwide, other than America, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Right, yeah.
2: Maybe it'll it'll be the same. They
3: might might sell the rights to another streaming company overseas. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I don't think they would, especially because it's been such a big series, I don't think they would limit it to just America. Right. Mm -hmm. They would have to do something they haven't.
1: Mm -hmm. So that's exciting news for Throne of Glass fans. I don't know if you the Throne of Glass fandom has like a name that they refer to themselves as. I don't know. I think with
2: um, the, the Throne of Glass series. Like you mentioned, it's actually going to be called Queen of Shadows, not Throne of Glass.
1: Oh, the Which series is, going, is going to be... Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah, Queen of Shadows is the fourth book. Yeah, the fourth book yeah. in the series.
1: And yeah. that's what they're going to call the TV it. show.
2: Yeah. Rather okay. than... Which I think is fine. I've seen a few people on Twitter who aren't, like, happy, they want like, they would rather it was just called Throne of Glass, but I think Queen of Shadows actually works, like, better for the, right. overall.
1: The next big piece of news, uh, also adaptation, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. I have to say that slowly, otherwise I'll <laughs> trip over my words. Um, the movie has a director. Um, Michael, you've read this book. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah, I read it last year. And it was a really good. I'm really excited for the movie. It's a, I love that book. It's, it was just really good. I don't even know what much to say about it. <laughs> and uh, the director that I seen last week, he's like a lot of people are. I've never really heard of him, but a lot of people are quite positive about him taking the series or the the book on for the movie. So awesome. that'll hopefully go well.
1: I've been hoping to pick that one up. I have not yet, but yeah, I know it was like really big deal last year. Yeah.
2: So it um, won the Morris Award as well. It won what? It won the Morris Award. I'm not really sure what that means, but
1: it won an award, thing, so it's
2: prestigious. It won an award as
1: Um let's see. Then the next kind of big book releases Um, Well, you've got Crooked Kingdom, I think, Mm
2: -hmm. which
1: Christy already brought up from Leigh Bardugo's series. Then we've got Magnus Chase, the second book. Yeah, Mary's a big fan of that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big fan of Rick Riordan, like, anyway, so, like...
1: Right, and part of Rick Riordan, there was the big news this week that they're launching a Rick Riordan imprint, Um, Disney Hyperion is which he's not actually going to be writing those books but he's yeah. it's going to be other authors writing about different mythologies
2: I think that was a really good uh, call like I think he said in his like statement that like he's allowing other writers to write the stories that they would write that he doesn't feel like he could like fully take on and I think that's going to be a good call
1: Right
0: yeah
1: Well because some of them it sounds like might deal with you know, certain cultural beliefs and stuff that mm-hmm. he's not really necessarily a part of. So the fact that you can open that up to diverse writers who yeah. who know that better, it's pretty awesome. It seems like a pretty cool project, so.
0: Yeah.
1: The other big book is, of course, Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets Illustrated Edition. I think that comes out off the top of my head. I think that comes out same day as Magnus Chase. I think those are October 4th.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's going to be expensive, so <laughs> save up now.
0: <laughs> I've already pre-ordered them.
3: <laughs> They're coming in two weeks.
1: That's what I need 100%. to do. Yeah. And then along the lines of Harry Potter, there were rumors of a Cursed Child movie. Um, how wrote this one? Was it, I think it was Allie. She's been keeping up with Harry Potter. Yeah. She's a newer writer for Bookstack, and she's pretty awesome. Very enthusiastic about Harry Potter. She also has a BookTube yeah. channel, so go check her out um, if you like BookTube. But yeah, there were there were rumors about a Chris Child movie, and I guess Hypable reached out to Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers said no. We're, we're not. Also- we don't have any plans. But the- who really knows?
3: <laughs> there were also rumors that the studio wanted Daniel Radcliffe to return as. Uh, the older, you know, to reprise his role as Harry Potter in the Chris Child yeah. movies.
0: So I don't. And he I... said he would never close that door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: So maybe we'll see that. That'll be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not
3: for a long, long time.
1: Yeah, we talked about Chris Child last time, so. I don't
2: can But hopefully not. Um. Let's yeah, let's leave it as a play.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, This is just like I mean, I know Wicked is a book, and then it was a play, and -hmm. then I think it's been like fifteen years or something, and they're they're making it into a movie that's being released in like two years, I think.
2: I think. I think it's 2019 for the Wicked movie. First, so like, there you go. Really so
3: like, just just take three a years, page. So. Just just follow Wicked's lead. Let it be a book for a while, then let it, you know, let the, let the play go on for a good, you know, decade and a half. <laughs> and then <laughs> maybe right. make it into a movie. I'm
1: excited for that one. I I really want to see a Hamilton movie too. But anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> Other than that, also just Harry Potter-wise, we're entering Fantastic Beasts season. Like, it is time. Fall is upon us. This morning, I walked up to my car and there was ice on the windshield. Really? (laughs) There was like some... What's it called? Yeah, it was just like a thin layer of ice. I don't know. Frost. Frost. That's what it's called. I'm from Arizona. I'm from Arizona. (laughs) I'm still new to this whole snow cold thing. I'm living in Utah now. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> <For us. Frost.
3: laughs> we get We get that once Try, in a blue moon here in California.
1: Yeah. Try
0: living in Chicago for 20 years. <laughs>
1: yeah, see, and no, I don't want to. <laughs> I have learned, I have now lived in, like, places where it snows for, like, five years, and I have learned that I do not like it. Um, <laughs> that's just yeah. me. So, anyway, fantastic beast. Fall is here. Two months. Fantastic. Two months. That's the big thing, right?
0: Yes. And the oh, book yeah.
1: world that's, that's coming up. And so we're excited about that. I'm sure we will be talking about Harry Potter in the next couple of episodes. Um, unless anything else crazy happens with divergent or something else, we'll find out. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it then. I think we can go ahead and start wrapping up. Um, those, that's everything that I think you should be aware of. Um, that's happening in the YA book world. Anything else anybody thinks they should add before we close?
2: No, can't think of that off the Top of my head. Now. No,
0: no, no.
1: Awesome. Well, hopefully we covered all the bases. Um, before we go, just a reminder to follow bookstacked on Twitter. Um, we're also on Facebook. Just search us. And we're on Instagram, as we said the last few times. So I'm trying to think, are we anywhere else? I don't think so. I don't even think we're on Google Plus. Maybe we should be on Google Plus. I don't know. (laughs) Nobody uses Google Plus, but it'll probably help us.
3: Does anybody actually use Google Plus?
1: Like, well, I I think the one advantage to using Google Plus is um, Google. Well, it helps your rankings on Google, so it might be worth doing that. Maybe I should do that. Um, yeah, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're not on Google Plus, but maybe sometime, so. <laughs> um I think apart from that, we're gonna go ahead and close. Thank you for listening and thanks everybody for being here. See ya. Bye. Bye, Bye.